There's an activity that is commonly performed, everything from youth groups to team building activities and corporations. Some of you may have seen it, maybe even been made to participate in yourself. And it's an activity called trust. And it's very simple. It's played by two people. And it's the, the, um, <clears throat> the way it's played is, is such a simple thing. One person stands in front of the other and just has to fall backwards and trust that the other person is going to catch him. Very simple concept, but a very hard thing for many people to do. Because for so many people, it's very hard to abandon our own control over our lives and trust completely in someone else. Well, St. Joseph was kind of involved, I think, in a game of trust with God here. Here he was engaged to Mary, and Mary, of course, was a lovely girl. He knew he had you know, a wonderful future ahead of him. And <clears throat> while she's engaged to him, she's found with child, and of course Joseph is not the father. And she tells him that you know, God is the father of her baby. Now, sometimes I think we overestimate the, uh, the saints. We say, oh, well, he was St. Joseph, the great saints. Of course they believe. Well, they didn't know that at the time. Let's, let's look a little more closely. First of all, they probably were just two teenagers. The normal betrothal age for a girl in the time of Jesus was 13. And the marrying age for a young man was about 18. So we're probably talking about two teenagers involved in this situation. <clears throat> And put yourself in Joseph's place. Your young fiance comes to you and says, guess what? I'm pregnant, but uh, God is the father of my baby. I've never been with any other man. Are you going to believe that? Well, sure, it was a tall order, and Joseph could not accept that. And he had to call off the, the engagement because you know, Mary had violated the trust with him. So he could not take her as his wife, but he also knew that the law, the, the uh, punishment for that, yeah, if he were to expose her publicly to her shame, uh, she would be taken out and stoned to death. And he didn't want to see that happen to her. So he decided he would divorce her quietly. And that was his plan. And then the angel comes to him in the dream and says, no, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for it is by the Holy Spirit that she has conceived this baby. And on the power of a dream, he abandons all of his fears and concerns and takes Mary as his wife. On the power of a dream. He doesn't ask any questions. He doesn't hem or haw. He simply knows it's God's will and he does it. And I've often liked to refer to Joseph as the silent hero because you notice we have no recorded words of St. Joseph in Scripture at all. But we also have no indication that Joseph um, struggled with God in any way or questioned it or anything. He knew it was God's will and he did it. Did he know at that point that he was going to have to take Mary when she was nine months pregnant down to Bethlehem and give birth and lay the baby in a manger? No. Did he know that after the baby was born that King Herod would try to kill him and he'd have to take the child and his mother by night and flee into Egypt? No. He knew only one thing. It was God's will. And if that's what God wanted, then that's what God gets. Very much like the Blessed Mother said to the angel Gabriel when he came to her, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done to me according to your word. And that example is an example that you and I need to follow in our lives. So often we hear God telling us to do something or we, we're aware, we, we clearly know this is God's will, but we hem and haw over it. We question it. We go back and forth. We debate it. We decide, you know, am I going to be able to do it? What's going to happen here? And like Mary and Joseph, if we can just hear God's word and carry it out and trust in him, don't worry 
that, about whether or not it's going to work out or, you know, will I be able to do it? So, for example, there might be a young man here today who is discerning a call to the priesthood or a young lady discerning a call to religious life. And you might be wondering, well, gee, what will my family think if I tell them I want to become a priest? How about my friends? Will I be happy? Will I be able to do it? Well, don't worry. Do you think God would call you to do something and then abandon you and not give you the skills you need? He would never do that. Listen to the Lord saying to you, don't be afraid. I will be there with you every step of the way. I won't let you down. Do you think I would call you and then leave you to your own power? Or maybe it might be somebody else who is fighting some sort of an addictive behavior and knows that maybe I have to try to get some help for it. And you might be worried, what will my family and friends think of me if I tell them I have to enter a program? And will I succeed? What will they think if I can't do it? Again, don't worry. God will be there each and every step of the way. For somebody else, perhaps it might be there's a, a long-standing uh, problem in the family and maybe we need a reconciliation with a loved one with whom we haven't spoken in years because of some bitter fight or words that were spoken years ago and we want peace in the family and we're afraid. Well, but what's going to happen when I pick up the phone? Will they say, oh, thank you, I wanted to talk with you too or will they just hang up the phone on me or yell into the phone? You know, and how would I deal with that? Don't worry. God will be there each and every step of the way. If he's calling you to do something, he will never abandon you. So when you hear God's will, don't be afraid of it. Just say yes to what the Lord asks you to do. And don't spend too much time debating it. Adam and Eve said no to God, thinking they knew better. And they brought sin into the world. Mary and Joseph said yes to God, not knowing where it would lead them. And they brought us our Savior. Jesus said yes to the Father's will, knowing fully well it would lead him to the cross, and he won us our salvation. In all things, then, seek only to know God's will and have the strength to carry it out right away, even if you don't know where it will lead you. It may lead to the joy of the manger or the pain of Calvary, but it always leads to salvation. Remember that the will of God will never lead you where his grace cannot sustain you. So fear not and always trust in God. May Jesus Christ be praised, now and forever.